Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Big story today. Well, I believe it's a big story. Anyway, Dublin City Council has said that it will close Portobello Plaza. Uh, now, for those of you, by the way, who don't know Portobello Plaza in Dublin, for outside Dublin, obviously, um, similar to, I suppose, Air Square in Galway, I suppose, similar to, where else could I compare it to? Look, it's a meeting place for young people. I, I, usually students, to be honest, which are mainly all students. And over the last few weeks, certainly when the weather has been good, I've seen pictures of students sitting there in groups of four and five, you know, thousands of them sitting there just in groups of four or five, drinking a few tins of beer or whatever it is. And yes, I am not going to deny for a minute there's a mess afterwards because the bins are overflowing. And I believe that's Dublin City Council's responsibility. But however... Dublin City Council has said, and it's appealing people not to come to the plaza, it said this is due to antisocial behaviour. Now, when they say antisocial behaviour, they're referring to the litter. They're not referring to people killing each other, by the way. And thousands gathering in the area over the recent weeks. Portobello Plaza has become being a landmark for socialising both before and during the pandemic, particularly at the weekend during spells of good weather. In recent weeks, it has attracted large crowds of people socialising outdoors, which is, by the way, what we were asked to do. Tony Holland only said RT the other day, if you're to believe Tony God. Uh, get out, go out, go out. Littering has become a more acute problem, particularly in the canal. And this has happened at a number of other public places as well. And people at, where people attempt to socialise more safely outdoors and possible. Dublin City Council said that there is a, they're very aware of the importance of public spaces at the moment, but that some behaviour at the plaza in recent weeks has been completely unacceptable. Up to a thousand people have congregated in the area in recent weeks, uh, weekends, uh, without due regard for COVID-19 restrictions. The anti-associated antisocial behaviour is having a hugely detrimental effect on both the local community and the environment. The council met with the local residents, public representatives and Garda Shea to discuss the issue and decided that from early this afternoon, Portobello Plaza will be closed to the public until Monday morning, the 17th of May. The situation will be then reviewed. They basically said that if anybody's found loitering in the area as such or hanging around the area, they will be fined under the Public Health Act and breach of COVID-19 restrictions. Dublin City Council would like to remind the public that it is illegal to drink alcohol outdoors. <laughs> you couldn't make this shit up, she couldn't. It's illegal to drink alcohol outdoors, but you're not allowed to drink it indoors either because the pubs and the restaurants are all closed. So, I, I don't know. Well, you go home and drink it. But then again, Tony told us all to go out. So where, how do you win? How do you win with this when the councillor telling you don't drink outdoors because it's against the bylaws, but we're not letting you drink indoors either? Ah, oh, you just couldn't make up. Anyway, they, well, they go on to say there will be an increased enforcement by Angarda Sheikon at the Portobello area this weekend and anyone found consuming alcohol outdoors in a public space uh, may be fined. The Gardaí will also be fining people under the Public Order Act and also under the Health Act of breach of COVID guidelines. And it's a shame, some of the comments, by the way, I'm reading online, it's a shame, it's a really lovely spot for a few cans of sunny, uh, on a sunny evening, but the state uh, it's been left in recently is completely unacceptable. People have no respect and sadly the council clearly were left with no choice but to do this. According to Chris Andrews, by the way, who's the Dublin Bay uh, Sinn Féin TD, um, he basically, oh, I have his tweet here. I do apologise, I don't have it to hand. I need to get it again. Sorry. Yes, he said, uh, unfortunately, it needs to be done. Do you agree with it? Now, I am not for a minute denying, I've seen some of the photographs, although some of them greatly exaggerated with zoomed in pictures of one particular area that's a bit messy, that people are leaving their plastic cups and their cans and their food lying around at the end of it. 
I'm going to tell you the reason for that, I believe, is because there isn't enough bins and there isn't enough council workers to clean it up and that's their bloody job. Under these circumstances, obviously, we need more people to do that. But should it be closed off because of that? For the residents in the area, I'm sorry, it's a public area. You know, if you wanted to live somewhere where it's really quiet, you probably should be living somewhere else because that is the nature of where you live. You live in a city. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Am I wrong? Are the Garda Síochána and the council right to be closing an area where people are congregating outdoors, outdoors in breach of public guidelines? And let's be clear, they are in breach of public guidelines. They're gathering in more than whatever it is, two households. Peter, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. Peter Dooley is the co-founder of Dublin Renters Union. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Good afternoon, Noel. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Peter, I mean, you've heard what Chris Andrews, the Sinn Féin TD, said. He said uh, it, it needs to be done, unfortunately. Well, in the first instance, Noel, it's absolutely outrageous. These, ga- these fences were illegally erected by Dublin City Council. Uh, and it's our, as I, you rightly said, it's a public space. And to close off a public space in the middle of a pandemic uh, with the lockdown restrictions, with more and more people young people in particular are struggling, it's absolutely just outrageous. And I just think it's absolutely just the most short-sighted measure you can look for. So, what's, the, so what's, they're going to argue, let me give you their argument, because I did try to get uh, Hazel Tew to come on. We, we sent her a message earlier on, asked her to come on, her being the Lord Mayor, of course, of Dublin. Um, and I suppose the argument that she and the council and others may put across, I don't want to be speaking for them all, is that something has to be done because it's unacceptable when you see the state of it afterwards. And I'm not denying that. But I have seen that on Paddy's Day. I've seen that on other days where the council will put extra staff out, put extra staff on the following morning to make sure it's all cleaned up. Yeah. But, but what's the alternative then? Is, it, is the alternative just more council staff? Well, the, the alternative is, as I said, it's rightly a public space and it's been, as I can't reiterate enough, illegally fenced off. For, for years and years, we've been highlighting the lack of public bins, the lack of public facilities, and especially in, in particular, public toilets around public spaces. In, the, in, the, in that particular geographic area there is an absolute dirt of public spaces a lot of people are renting in the local area I've highlighted before I was on the show with you before about the mental homeless people in the local area that can't access uh, facilities uh, to, 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 to use public facilities essentially uh, and at the same time where, where young people are just again being demonised for socialising and meeting up there is an area there where, where young people come down and use it as a skate park uh, and they meet up and of all ages and it's a great public space Well, and it is. Well, look, there's no doubt it is being used more uh, these last few weekends. But that's because they've nowhere else to go. I mean, the pubs are closed, the restaurants are closed, the cinemas are closed. There's no events on. There's no Marley Parks. There's no. So there's nothing on. So they've nothing else to do but sit there and have a few drinks. Well, absolutely. Well, that's it. If you look at last year, for instance, when a lot of places were open up and there was things for people to do. Like now, there is absolutely, as I said, there is a serious lack of public spaces and investment in public spaces. And I, I started a petition uh, weeks ago about getting public toilets on uh, in local areas and, and areas where people need proper public facilities. That's what we need. We need to encourage and enhance and grow our public spaces, not be trying to close them off and privatise them and say they're just for one class of citizen over another class of citizen, which is absolutely just preposterous, especially now in the times of lockdown. I mean, you, you've seen the pictures, Peter, you know, of the mess afterwards, uh, on Portobello, particularly around Portobello and along the canal there as well. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and that's not good to see. I mean, people should bring their rubbish home. And um, we are talking about young people who tend to be a little bit flahulic, let's just say, particularly when they have a few drinks on them. Um, but I have seen the area and the bins are overflowing. So nobody is actually emptying the bins. Um, and would the answer be to have a, maybe a small skip or something and have some extra council workers put on to be helping to clean up as it's happening? 
Absolutely. Like the issue is around public bends. If you look at that that stretch of the canal, for instance, like uh, the public bends there are, are tiny, oil, for instance, like and there's very few of them. Public benches have been taken away on, the, on that stretch of the canal as well because some people are complaining about people socialising or people meeting up. They what? The hold on a second. No, no, go back. Go, go back for a second. They they've taken away the, the benches. A couple of benches further up along that stretch of the canal towards Harold Cross Bridge have been were taken away because of uh, issues with uh, people complaining about uh, other other issues of, of people congregating or meeting on benches. This is before the days of lockdown as well. So it's just it it shows you really realistically there's an element. You know, coming from uh, government policies about privatising our spaces, not looking after and having the, having the vision to create proper community, public spaces for people, for people to go and meet. Well, isn't this why people voted for the Green Party in the last election because they thought they were going to do all this stuff? By the way, Owen Keegan has just uh, made a comment in relation to it. He said there was uh, about a thousand people in the vicinity over recent weekends and that uh, the problems included noise, urination and defecation. Well, the issues around public toilets have been, we've only a bit, less than a handful of, of, of uh, long-term public toilets in the city. It's absolutely shocking. And in the times of lockdown, you would have thought there would have been some sort of plan in place to say, well, okay, we'll facilitate people to meet up outdoors, especially young people with 60% youth unemployment, but people being hammered because of lockdown. And now they're getting demonised for meeting up and socialising when there's nowhere else to go. I, I mean, what, I, what I'm thinking of is, there's a few pubs around there which are serving takeout beer, right? Um, and because they're allowed to do that at the moment. Why don't they let the pubs, let people use the toilet facilities in the pubs? That would certainly alleviate some of that, wouldn't it? Well, that's common sense, Noel, isn't it? Yeah, but they won't. <laughs> but that's far, it's just far, it just shows the whole ridiculousness of the argument around the restrictions. Because if, I, if I'm out in Portobello, and, I've, and I don't drink, but I'm sure if I had a few pints and I'm at the drinking a few cans, by the way, which according to the City Council is illegal to be drinking outdoors, mind you, there's nowhere else to drink. But anyway, so I'm not going to discourage people from doing that. But if I'm outside and I've had a few cans, I mean, that has to go so- it has to go somewhere. It has to come out the other end at some point very quickly, right? I mean, I'm not going to get on a bus and go home and come back again. So I, the, the only alternative is to pee in the canal or whatever it happens to be, whatever's the closest area, because I've nowhere else to go. Well, exactly. Well, if you look at even the restrictions in place, the way it's been so draconian restrictions about the 5K restrictions on people, uh, issues now with going in and, and, and really going in aggressively to close off a public space without consulting with the people that use the public space, the whole community. Look, where's the whole community's voice in this? R- rather than the subset of the community that's spoken to. I fully understand and appreciate the, the residents' concerns about uh, urination and all those issues. And they're, well, they're, well, I do, I do understand their concerns, and nobody should have to put up with that kind Not of really. behaviour. But Absolutely. when you talk about people congregating in a public space, if you've bought a property beside a public space, particularly in, a, in the middle of a city, you have to be aware that, that's, that you're going to have people congregating. And a level well, of noise. Absolutely. But as I mentioned already, there is no public spaces in that local area, very little public spaces. If you look at uh, Rathmines, for instance, the only bit of public space that's there is a little bit of public space in front of a swimming pool. And as I said, so many people are living in that area, paying like 1,500 euro per month for living in a box room. A lot of young families living in overcrowded conditions in that, that community as well. They have nowhere else to go. They go down to the canal for a nice, pleasant walk along the canal or to, to meet friends in an outdoor environment, which is, which is totally safe. Uh, and it's just been, they're just being, uh, you know, fenced off in such an illegal way. You look at all the land grabbing going on around the city with the privatisation of our land, public spaces everywhere. It's been demonised. We need to, now is the time of COVID and lockdowns to invest and enhance our public realm everywhere, our public spaces everywhere. And there's no point talking rhetoric about it. There are easy solutions to make, employ people in local councils, 
you know, get more bins, get more public benches for people and get events organized for people. So it's in a safe and responsible manner. People behave properly as well. So OK, so pe- well, Peter, just before you go, you're, you're taking a stance against this today, are you? Oh, absolutely. I'm, having, I'm assembling at one o'clock today outside uh, at the Portobello Harbour Hotel. Uh, and we're looking to get those gates uh, removed because it's a public space. No, no, no let's be clear. No, we're not encouraging anybody to be violent or you know, no, breach any public order acts here. It's a peaceful okay. assembly. It's a peaceful assembly. But, I mean, the issue would be to come down and people to, to voice their concerns that our public space is being taken away in such a draconian fashion. Like, now is the time they should be easing the restrictions. We've seen the seasonality, for instance, of the virus, for instance. Well, we've seen, as you mentioned previously, about the hospitalisation numbers and other issues uh, which, are, which are working in a positive direction. And in terms of the infection rate amongst younger people and stuff, Younger people have been hammered, and I can't reiterate this enough, mostly by, by the imposition of lockdown. And now they're being demonised for meeting up and doing what young people should be doing. And let people, young people be young people, but give them the facilities in the local area, give them the proper public spaces, give them the proper public uh, toilets, give them the proper public bins, and give them somewhere to live. And as I mentioned as well, there's a massive homeless community along that canal as well that had nowhere to go during these lockdowns. And like, where's the uproar over that? Because that should, that's stuff that we've been highlighting for a significant period of time. And there should be places, public spaces and places available for people to use them. And okay. often felt like, as you said, in, uh, you okay. know, uh, shut off. All right, well, well, listen, Peter, good luck with your, with your protest today at one o'clock and you're meeting at Portobello Hotel, the Portobello Hotel or close to, outside the Portobello Hotel there. Um, and a lot of people know the area very well. And so lo- it is a lovely public space. And by the way, if people are going to the public space or any of those public spaces, please, if the bins are overflowing, bring a bag with you and take your own rubbish home. You know, I would encourage people to do that. But I would also say, thank you, Peter, I would also say to the council as well, that's your job. Um, you know, and, you know, we've seen this on St. Patrick's Day, for example, you know, when we have a, a lot of people in the city, the council will put more workers on or shift more workers to that particular in certain areas and the next morning to clean things up. We're in that situation now. This is unusual circumstances because those young people, and they are primarily young people, they have nowhere else to go. There's no events on. There's no cinemas open. There's no pubs open. There's no restaurants open. They all wouldn't be there if we if they could go somewhere else. And they've been told by the government to go out. And as you heard, you know, Peter rightly say, they're living in, you know, little small apartments. They can't just sit there all day. They need to get out. And, and if they want to have a drink, so what? I understand the bylaws, the bylaws prevent them from doing that. But these are unprecedented times, inverted commas. And we should be adapting to that at this time and saying, well, OK, look, at this time, we'll allow them to drink outside, provided they behave themselves. And let's assist them to behave themselves. Let's not prevent them from doing it. All you're doing... By banning people from doing things, it just doesn't make it any better. Uh, let me know what you think anyway. I want to know, do you agree with Peter? And essentially me probably as well. Or do you agree with Chris Andrews, who believes it's necessary? This is necessary because they're leaving the place in a mess. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Noel, to coin a phrase, all back to the gaff, lads. Back to the gaff, isn't that what the guards say? How are you doing, Noel? Yeah, I think you're barking up the wrong tree today, yeah. Uh... Basically, the place, when it gets going, is a public toilet. And for you and me and the public, that's people urinating all over the place. Now, there's also people defecating in the area. And for the uneducated people out there, that's people taking a shit in public. Who wants that going on in their area? 2021, for God's sake. Get out of that. Get out your back garden and have a dump and a pee. And drink your cans out your back garden. Stay off the streets of Dublin. Bunch of crime crackers.
Cheers, Morris. Uh, Morris, see, now that's really unfair, Morris, because the majority of those people or those young people out there may not have a back garden. They're living in apartments. As for them defecating, urinating all over the place or having a shite, as you said, um, and you put, put it very eloquently there, I have to be honest with you, um, I agree with you. That's wrong. And that's horrible. It's disgusting. But in saying that, if there's nowhere else for them to go, are they going, they're young people, are they going to get on a bus and go home and go to the toilet or walk back five miles to their apartment and go to the toilet and come back down again? No, they're going to find somewhere to do it. So that's up to the council. Let's provide in an area that we know is busy at this particular time where they've nowhere else to go to the toilet because the pubs and restaurants are all closed. Give them some porta cabins or porta Put up, you know, five or six porta They'll use them if you put them up. Just temporarily. I know it might look unsightly for the people who live in the area, but unfortunately we live in unprecedented times and there's nowhere else for them to go. So what do you want them to do? Do you want to just lock everybody up? Is that what we want? Lock up young people and demonise them. Let me know what you think. The number is 087 Sorry, Morris, don't agree with you this time. You might have a nice big three-bedroom house in a back garden, but they don't. There's nowhere to drink. They're not allowed to drink at home. There is a pandemic, OK? At the end of the day, even before all this, it's the bleeding council's job. End off. Let them get to work. Cheers, pal. All right. Uh, let me just go to Curtis. Curtis, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Curtis? How's it going, Neil? Yeah, well, when I, heard, when I seen the name Curtis first, I thought it was my son, because uh, I, my son is 25. His name is Curtis. An unusual name. It's a good name. It uh, is a good name. I agree. Yeah. Curtis, you were there last week. Yeah, I went down. Uh, was there, I was there late enough in the evening. I was up. Okay. I've been in college all year. Uh, it's been a year of college. Lost the job during the co- or during the first phase of the pandemic. And I've been uh, queued up for ages. I was dying to get out, so I went out the first time, and it was good crack. Everyone was doing, you know, kind of grand in their own little group. Yeah, I, I've the seen the pictures. They're kind of in groups of five or six people just sitting around. Yeah, yeah, and then the guards come along, and everyone just legs it. Right, you know, and they just leave their stuff there. So, so when they see the guards, they all move on, and because they kind of in a bit of a rush to get away from the guards, because why? What are the guards going to do? Are they going to fine you? To be honest, they were just hooshing us on. They weren't letting us pick up stuff. They just told us to move on. So the guards that you're saying are moving people, and all the stuff gets left there. What about yeah. what about people? So people responsibility. I I think you know as people as well to put their stuff in the bin. Absolutely. But but, yeah, but the, if the bins are the problem there, is if the bins are full. Yeah, the bins are full. Um, but you also have a responsibility, the bins are full, to bring home your stuff too. That's that's also a responsibility. 100%. But but in saying that, you know, that doesn't always happen. And that's the council's job then. It becomes the council's job. But in relation to people defecating and urinating all over the place, did you see that? Look, to be quite honest, yes, it did. And that's the bit that I find pretty bad about it. Like, we've nowhere to go. There's no public toilet in Dublin. There's no bars open to go it, to the toilet. The, there was one, but the bar was open there. And they were selling takeaway points. I can't remember the... It's one right, uh, right off the plaza there. At the, um, the Portobello Hotel or the, at the um, Marge? No, not the Marge. Portobello Hotel, I think. But yeah. they were offering you to go in, use their toilet if you were buying pints from it. If you bought a pint? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. So you had to have bought something off them before they'd let you use the jacks. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're not going to go, jump on a bus and go home or walk four or five no. miles to go home and go to the toilet and come back again. No, you're not. You're going to try to find a little lane or whatever and yeah. pop yourself no, down No, there. no, I, I'm, I'm not... I mean, I, well, I suppose I should condemn you for doing it, but I'm not going to condemn because if the people have no alternative, well, then it's difficult. If there's an alternative, you can blame the people. 
but there isn't an alternative. So what, what do you say to the council who are now saying that if you go, well, they're, put, they're putting fences around it now, you can't go there now, and they're saying if you even go near it now that we're going to fine you under the Public Health Act, uh, the emergency legislation of the pandemic, or you'll be fined under the Public Order Act, or you will be fined uh, because there's bylaws against drinking outside anyway. Look, it's just going to cause more, more hassle. Mm-hmm. You tell someone not to do something and they're going to want to do it. So do you think, are you going again this weekend? No, probably won't go again this weekend. The weather's not going to be great either. So what? they've probably picked a good weekend to cordon it off. Well, know, they said it's going to be yeah, totally closed till the 17th, I think they said, yeah. 17th. Yes. Well, look, well, stay, well, stay there for a second, Curtis. Uh, Rachel, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Rachel? Hey, Nile, how are you? Um, Rachel, I understand it's not the prettiest thing in the world to see a lot of people pissed out of their heads, you know, uh, peeing on the ground, etc., etc., leaving their rubbish behind. But the times we're living in and, the ti- and you know, with the circumstances surrounding this at the moment, it's difficult yeah. to have it any other way, isn't it? No. And, you know, I, 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 I totally understand we are in unprecedented times. It is different. But I just think, you know what, for the last since the pandemic started, all I've heard from the young people, if I'm honest, is, oh, it's affecting the young people, oh, it's affecting the young people. Yes, it is. It's affecting everyone. It's actually affected elderly more than anyone in this population. I believe. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because I just believe Dave, like, the young people are going to get past it. They're going to have more years ahead where this is going to be just a memory. Yeah, of course. You know time I mean? time is more valuable as you get older. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of elderly people, they haven't got that time. I think they're the ones who have suffered more. And all I've heard is all these young people, oh my God, we're suffering. It's all snow for eating bloody glass. Everyone has been the same. Everyone's in the same predicament. Everyone. No one wants to be in this predicament. But we are. Do you know what I mean? I think these um, things that they're doing now should have been done at the start of the pandemic. I think it's pointless doing it now. And I have to be honest, I think the fact that someone can go into an area, knowing that there's no facility, and knowing what's going to happen, they're preparing to pee, to defecate around anyone's area. They wouldn't do it outside their own home. So why is it okay for them to go in and do it around other people's homes I, don't, I, I mean, with, with respect, Rachel, I don't think they want to do that. I mean, maybe there are some no, that, there are some arseholes that would do that. But I, don't, exactly. I think the majority think of people, yeah, but I think the majority of people uh, of the students, and it is mainly students, that do end up having a pee or a poo, whatever it is, in the area, they don't want to do that. But they don't have an no, alternative. I, Would it not be better for the council? Seems we're encouraging people to get out and get a bit of fresh air now and meet up and all that. Yeah. Would it not be better for the council to stick in, in these popular places, which Portobello's uh, Plaza is a popular place, to stick up a couple of portaloos? Would that not be the answer? Listen, honestly, I actually, to be totally honest with you, I actually think they'd be wrecked. Because yeah. like you said, you'll always get the group, and, it's not, and I, I totally agree, it isn't always all of them. It's actually always only just one group. From my opinion, anyway, from what I see, it's always just one group. And whether it's public toilets or whether it's out in the outdoors, they will not care. They will just do it for a laugh to make themselves look good. All of this lack. And I actually think if someone was defecating outside of my home, no matter how much I paid for a house or a home, that does not give someone the right to do that outside my okay, door. Okay, well, 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 hang on, well, hang on. Curtis, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, you admitted that, you know, you'd find a lane and go down a lane and do it. Uh, Rachel said, well, and I'm sure that's a lane between two houses, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Rachel said, there's no excuse for it. Absolutely no, no ex- pandemic well, or not. There's no excuse for you pissing outside somebody's house. Well, I can, I can agree with her as well. I don't think there is, but needs must. You know what I mean? Needs I, must? I, I don't think it's not a good enough excuse, but when you need to go to the toilet, you're going to go to the toilet. I've never seen Gorgeous. someone take a, 
take a poo outside someone's house now. I didn't see any of that. But it is going on. Of course. I'm sure it's going I just I can't say Okay, well, hang, well hang on. Rachel wants to ask you something. Go ahead, Rachel, yeah. What, what, what would happen if someone was drunk, passing your own house or your man's house, and decided to pee or have a poo right outside their house? How would that make you or your parents feel? That, that would, you would be I, disgusted I, by it. I'm not, so I'm not why, what I'm saying is, why isn't There's no that facilities okay? anywhere in Dublin for anybody anyway. And like I said, there should be facilities. But what I'm yeah. saying is, the fact that if someone done it outside your own home, you would be totally, you'd be irate, you'd be disgusted, you'd be a number of things. But it still doesn't make it okay no matter where it is and what no. you do. Yeah, but see, I suppose, Rachel, the ar- well, the argument... Okay, Rachel, 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 the argument from a lot of these young people is normally up there at the barge or Portobello Plaza, up around those areas along the canal, right, yeah. that if somebody wanted to go to the toilet, there's a number of restaurants and bars all along there that are... I mean, it's littered with them. That would all be open. That they could go into, but... Usually they're all open. That, that's so what I'm saying. So why, are, so why are they going somewhere where they know there's no... Security? Well, no, but they're getting takeout points. They are open. They're open, they're open for, for takeaway. For to use if they're buying points out of their establishment. Yeah. And an awful, to be quite honest, an awful lot of people were and queuing up and using their toilets. It's a massive mainly probably, mainly probably girls, I would imagine. It's a mix of both, to be quite honest. With you. But, I, yeah, well, I don't think, that, I, I, I would think it's easier for men to pee in sorry. public than it is for women exactly. to be in public, yeah. It is, it is. And yeah. it's a little bit easier to conceal yourself as a man to pee up against the corner. Yeah. Of course, you know what I mean? But look, it is, it is not nice, you know. I can't. I can't actually say that. Like that, it's it, it's okay to go see down lane or whatever. And some of the spots people are pissing. Well, absolutely. Mm. I mean, I, I mean, I, I kind of. Under, I mean, I, I, I'm not condoning that behaviour, Rachel. I'm and don't for a minute think I am, right? But I do understand their plight. And by the way, I'm not also dismissing what you said about elderly people. Absolutely. And, and elderly people, their time is much more valuable. This, more, this last year, they have lost of their lives in isolation has been much more valuable. But all I'm saying is, let's not demonise young people for just being young people. Because, Rachel, you were young ones. I was young ones. We all wanted to go out and have a bit of a good time with our mates. They have nowhere to go. Everywhere is closed. And I totally understand it. But here's the thing. Everyone wants a bit of freedom that we all had. Everyone, I well, then go and have us. But I still have. But here's the thing: I'm not going to intrude. I'm going to have to respect for other people. I'm not going to intrude and go defecating. No, but Tony Holaham was on the radio the other day telling people to get out, go on out, enjoy yourselves. Yeah, but to be honest, I don't know why people are even listening to well, him I anymore. Mean, I would agree with you there. Yeah. One day it's one thing, another day it's another. It's just. Yeah, they talk out of both sides of their mouth. They get that. One thing I'd have to say: it's not fair to just blame the young people. Why the diverse age range out there down at the canal? You know, and when it is now, yeah, I know, but it is mainly young people. Absolutely, yes, but students. There are a lot of students live in that area. Okay, listen, I've got to take a break. You can keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number is oh eight seven one double eight travel zero. I should take both your points on board. Hi, Fiona here. Why can't they get uh, the council people to put them on split shifts, and um, so that they have a few kind of of the younger kind of crowd that are on the council? Why don't they give them like um, like like a few hours in the in the evening where they can control the rubbish? Everyone's getting drunk, throwing their stuff all over the place. Why don't you just have a few lads there with the with, with the litter pickers and the and the black bins and they're just patrolling that area? So as it's as people are dropping them out of their hands, they're dropping them straight into the the, the council's bins. Like why not? I mean, you know, like. 
why not? That might might work, I don't know. And of course, Portaloos, yeah, Portaloos. But of course, then somebody would probably put them on fire. <laughs> I do get the point you're saying about council workers, because I think people, you will find that when people see others of authority, particularly council workers, or you see some lad going around picking up rubbish, you tend to then feel a bit guilty about throwing your rubbish away. A perfect example when myself and Ash and Ruth are having a smoke, for example, if we see somebody from the council picking up the butts on the ground outside, um, you feel really bad then and you just don't want to throw your butt away. So it will, it does kind of stop people or make people think a little bit more about the rubbish that they're going around. But you make a really good point. We do it on St. Patrick's Day. We do it on other days that we would have something going on in the city. We would put extra council workers on to help to clean up the mess and then when it's all over to clean up afterwards. And that should be done because these are unprecedented times. But to suggest to people, particularly young people as well, to go out, and that's what Tony is saying, get out, go out. You tell them to go out, you know they want to have a drink. You know what I mean? There's no law against having a drink. There's a law against drinking in public. But when there's nowhere privately for them to drink because they're all closed, there's no alternative. They have to drink there or else drink in their apartments. And they're not going to stay in their apartments all day. You can't expect them to do that. They're boxes. So, you know, as Peter Doody rightly pointed out, so let's not demonise people. And I'm not talking about just young people, all people. If you want to go out and sit in your local park and have a can at this particular time, you probably should be allowed to do it because there's nowhere else for you to do it if you don't have a back garden. And some people don't have back gardens. They live in apartments, for God's sake. Um, But let's provide people with the facilities to do that at this difficult time. Stick up a few portaloos. Stick a small skip in the corner for them to throw the rubbish with a big, huge sign on saying, please put your rubbish in there. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Now, let me get back to the council and what their requirements are when it comes to the plaza at Portobello. Owen, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Noel. Okay, um, you're saying they're not causing any harm. Noel, I've, I've passed by with the wife. We've gone for a drive because we can do nothing else. And even going for the drive, we were breaking the COVID rules as we were going outside the five kilometres. At the time, I yeah. Came up, yeah, I came up along the canal. I've seen all these people sitting out. Now, i never seen anything so orderly. They were all sitting in bunches and they were all segregated. Now, they had the bottles of wine and they had, had sandwiches. And you could see they were in takeaway boxes and all that. Now, look, I thought it was lovely to see them out. And I was, you know... I, I envy them. I feel sorry. I mean, like what what I'm saying to you now is you probably have to discuss it with the last few people on. Like I don't know why the council instead of demonising them, why they can't put up porter cabins and they could fence them in and lock them up at ten o'clock. And it's only a matter of paying a few guys a bit of overtime. I don't know why they do that. Now I'm afraid now that we're going to hear from the government. Oh, this Indian strain is worse than we thought, and we're going to be in lockdown for another one. I don't think I can take it anymore. I meet my friends. On a, on a Friday night, and have done for the last 20 years. We're all, we're all in our 60s now, and actually some is in our 70s. We've again a pool and a few points of lap. Haven't seen them now in nearly a year. Yeah. And I'm afraid that even they're institutionalised, and some of them are institutionalised in the house. They're terrified. All, yeah. And I, I don't know, even when it's lifted, will, we, will I see some of them again? I think yeah, good. Tara did mention at the start of the show that she felt somewhat herself that she kind of is double-checking herself now to see this. You know, I, some people feel socially conditioned into thinking, like, like, maybe I shouldn't be going out, even when it's all finished. Because Ashling, who's a young person, has said to me, she's actually forgotten what it's like to socialise. Yeah, yeah. And I, she might I, need I, to I start practising. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> I don't know why, can we hug each other when we go back out? But, um, I, like, I don't know, I think they're given too much, like, 
you know, I watch the TVs come out every month and the pray themselves out and we're going to open. So, and we're all like, we've all become, it's become a nanny state. And now Dr. Tony is out and he might say, oh, well, of course he's going to say the safest way for us to stay safe is to stay indoors all the time. Actually, that'll be a perfect situation. That's like when you have your first baby and you try to wrap them up in cotton wool and you don't want them yeah. to touch muck and dirt. But, but getting back to the, this particular place in Portobello Plaza, they've now fenced it off so you can't get near it. Um, and then there's no doubt that, you know, people have been defecating and peeing in it and all because they've nowhere else to do it. So I, I, let me just go to Jack as well. Say their own. Jack, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Jack? Hello? Hello, Jack. Go ahead. Hello, yeah. Um, no, just to, like, to even latch on to one of the, the, one of the points the previous caller made there about people being institutionalised, you know, it's so true. So many people in our society are, you know, becoming institutionalised. And the thing is that nobody in position of power or, or the leaders don't care about that or any other mental health conditions. All they're worried about is, you know, the risk of new variants, the risk of case numbers. And, you know, in spe- specifically, this uh, portobello issue, it, it's a joke. It really is because mm-hmm. the controlling element of the lockdown seems to be getting worse, not better. You know, the more coercive. There was a time when... You know, it was a civic duty to, you know, help out and, yeah. and do your bit. Flatten the curve. Now it's, now it's, you know, you'll do it or you'll be fined. You'll do it or, you know, we'll put a big fence up so you can't not do it. And, you know, this controlling element really needs to be reined in because, you know, Ireland is, is in a concerning place at the moment. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I couldn't disagree with you more, by the way. I'm just looking at Governor Sanchez in... Um um, Florida has basically said anybody who's been fined under the Public Order Act or under the protocols of COVID nineteen, he's going to pardon them all. Yeah, well, you won't you won't get that here. No, you, you won't. You won't, you won't hear Leo Varadkar saying that or Stephen Donnelly saying that. But but Wait. yeah, but getting back to to what we're talking about, which is the, the, this particular area of Dublin. There is no doubt that people are leaving their litter behind. They are peeing in the area. They are defecating, which is not nice for people who live there in the city. But, just on that point, just on that point, they said, you know, there's complete lack of oversight now. You know, they, they said that the, it, the quote was completely unacceptable behaviour is why this place is closed off. So what about tomorrow afternoon if some punter goes into Phoenix Park and they, you know, pay your desk or do whatever, whatever is class is, you know, completely unacceptable behaviour, which isn't, isn't, defined at all. But if somebody goes and does that in the Phoenix Park tomorrow afternoon, does that mean the Phoenix Park's now closed for the rest of the month and the rest of the summer? No, get real. All right, listen, on that note, I have to wrap up. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Jack. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.